You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is the Hemp Present Resistance. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, speaking flower to power for 29 years and found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest, also found at hempfest.org. This show is a weekly read for Radio Rebellion, where I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or talk, topic for Hempresent, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hempresent is Colleen Manley. Ms. Manley has an executive MBA from Thunderbird School of Global Management with a specialty in business organization, sustainability, and succession planning, and has earned her Doctor of Law and Master of Law degrees from the University of Arizona. Colleen has extensive transactional experience regarding complex tax, legal, and financial matters, including business planning and transactions, mergers and acquisitions, contract negotiations, and financial estate and business succession planning. So it might be counterintuitive to some that Colleen's other life has been her journey as a shareholder and a director of Trans High Corporation, a.k.a. High Times. Colleen is the cousin of Thomas King Forsad, the founder of High Times Magazine and counterculture icon. Currently, Colleen is working on producing a feature film with Academy Award-winning professionals on the life of Tom Forsad. She's also planning on creating a branding company featuring Tom which will be rolled out along with a biography on the mythic and controversial entrepreneur. And she's joined me today to tell us more. Welcome, Colleen, to Cannabis Radio. Thank you. I'm, I'm so pleased to be here. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. I was 16 years old in 1994 uh, when I, the first High Times magazine hit the shelves, and I purchased that first issue in a head shop in Lake Tahoe. Uh, and, and just High Times had a giant impact on my life. 
I'm just curious, how did you become aware of High Times Magazine and your highly influential uncle? What was your introduction to the world of High Times? Well, my introduction was through my uh, relationship with my my cousin Tom, and uh, he, uh, yeah, he, he moved to New York, left Arizona, and uh, he would come back often uh, to visit us at our house. He was close to my father, and uh, so uh, he unfortunately passed away, uh, took his life in 1978, and then the uh, High Times was in a, a trust uh, for a period of time. Uh, Tom uh, had uh, prescribed that the sh- the shares of stock be distributed on the first day of the new millennium, one one two thousand, and then the shareholders were determined according to a formula. But I was involved after his death uh, through my father and his estate plan. And uh, when I became a shareholder in 2000, January of 2000, I was made a director. And then that began my journey with High Times, officially. You know, he was a very radical, high-profile change maker. Um, Yet High Times was usually successful early on with a circulation of more than 500,000 copies a month and revenues approaching 10 million by 1977, uh, selling many, as many copies per issue as Rolling Stone and National Lampoon at the time. Um, but I read that before he started the magazine, uh, Tom used his skills that he learned in the Air Force to fly across the border for several years trafficking drugs from Mexico and Colombia. Um, what can you tell us about the man? Did you, did, did you know him well? He, he was quite a bit older than I, than I was, but my, he would come and visit my father and they would talk, and he would sometimes bring uh, magazines and things that he would give to us. And uh, over the years, we'd hear stories, of, and, and he, I'd hear him talking to my dad on the phone, and he would tell stories about smuggling. And he predominantly smuggled uh, cannabis and uh, said that uh, – I remember him telling us, if you were going to be a smuggler, you better be – uh, living on the penthouse, he he believed in uh, he, making you know sharing the the good the good the goods with everybody and the you know the fortune of, with with the cannabis, but he also wanted to to make a good he liked to have a lot of money to to start not only to start high times, but he was also involved in a lot of uh, uh, pioneer movements, the women's movements. He was uh, a so, very very socially active. But the stories of of and uh, every, your, your viewers will have to see the uh, feature film that comes out, which will tell the whole story because the smuggling adventures were amazing. He comes just incredible, <laughs> legendary. <laughs> so, what was yeah. it like? What was it like for you growing up? The, the 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 you know connected to the high times guy. That must have been some serious street cred for you. I mean, in my circles, that would have been the epitome of cool factor. Were you culturally aligned with High Times when you were young? Totally, and yes, it was very. Uh, it was. Uh, I felt like a a celebrity, and uh, my kids. I have four kids, and there's a point in each of my kids' life where somebody somewhere will realize that 
I'm uh, as involved in high times as I am, and they'll find out. And the kids, I have to give them the talk on on high times and, you know, what it means. And I remember one time, one of my, I think it was my daughter, she had to uh, take it, do a project on, on a pick something things that that are um, symmetrical, and she was going to take uh, to school a, um, a co- uh, the front of a high time showing a marijuana leaf, <laughs> and uh, I, I, it was it was. But I always I, I like my cousin. I t- I try to stay off the grid a lot, and uh, but it did it did affect affect my life along the way with uh, in many ways just because you know, I almost felt like a celebrity being being a director and a, a shareholder of high times and, and being so involved in it I can imagine so you you're working on some projects that will enable us to know uh, Thomas Fursad better you kind of mentioned a uh, feature film and a biography that you're spearheading on uh, on Tom Fursad's life uh, what can you tell us about those projects well, I can't give you all the details, but I will tell you that uh, we have the producer involved uh, has already won an Academy Award and, and some Academy Award nominations. The screenwriter is uh, very well known in Hollywood, and we've already all determined to work together. And we will we're going to be at the point fairly soon where we'll the next step will be. Um, finding talent in a director, and then we're going to to it'll be a major uh, feature film on his life uh, that uh, we hope to win a, an Academy Award nomination on. And uh, we've been we've been I've been working on this with some other colleagues that are uh, are also will also be producers. Uh, researching all of Tom's life because Tom was very, very good about keeping everything confidential. So finding all the details about his life to uh, be able to produce a feature film was has taken us about 10 years to do, but it's going to be, it will not only be just a feature film, like it'll be, we think it's going to be a call to action. So will people see it? And it's going to be relevant to everything happening right now, full circle on, on, on his life. And his, he was a freedom fighter, too. It wasn't just cannabis. There's many other areas that were important to him and the freedom of the press. And all this will be uh, uh, revealed in the, the movie that we're producing. And then we have a very high-level uh, company that has already kind of green-lighted a, a, a biography on him. And then we'll be also opening uh, or creating a uh, branding company uh, to to uh, uh, align itself with the uh, success of the current uh, cannabis movement right now. Uh, Colleen, in that vein, this is a rare opportunity for me to proudly state that I was the 1996 High Times Magazine Freedom Fighter of the Month, the 2001 Freedom Fighter of the Year. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Yeah. 2012 <laughs> High Times Lester Grinspoon Lifetime Achievement Award recipient. <laughs> High Times has been really mm. good really good to me, um, but there are thousands, if not millions, of community activists who've sacrificed so that there could be this nascent cannabis industry. Uh, and there's many Americans still incarcerated over cannabis. In your opinion, how committed is High Times to finishing the job and seeing cannabis federally legalized? Absolutely, 100% committed still. 
uh, we call we call them the prison. We've always called them the prisoners of war. And since I've been involved uh, uh, as a actual director and shareholder, we we've always had a, a very close relationship with Normal. It, that was sort of part of the trust, and uh, we, a lot of high time success uh, without Tom was um, due to. Uh, a wonderful a- attorney named Michael Kennedy and his wife, Eleanor mm-hmm. Kennedy. And right. they were also, she, uh, Michael was a director and uh, he uh, and his legal team uh, spent, gave many, many hours on behalf of high times, get helping people prisoners of war. And uh, many times when uh, people would come to us with situations where they, they hadn't been ar- incarcerated and we would fight for them. And uh, now with this, with so much happening, this will give us an ability to to see see who's still there and 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 bring them bring them out and and uh, uh, it, you know it's, it's I had a friend uh, here in town whose whose uncle <laughs> turned was one of the largest marijuana uh, smugglers at the same time Tom was and his his uncle who only only had no violence and only with the cannabis had a lifetime prison sentence and he's he's just getting out now wow. just for cannabis right yeah well i mean if if not for high times magazine this this you know cannabis radio might not even exist i mean i can't even imagine uh you know the impact that high times had culturally politically and let's just mention that uh you know high times had a lot of great investigative journalism as well uh absolutely magazine beyond uh the issue of just cannabis and stuff and was you know very very influential remains very influential magazine i'm speaking to colleen manley we're going to take our first break here word from our sponsors and advertisers don't go anywhere we're going to come right back with our second segment time to roll out for the people that let us have present hang loose we're coming right back elevate your every day with that shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of shuggies Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present with Colleen Manley from High Times Magazine. Colleen, as someone who's been a counterculture person, as well as a member of the cannabis community my entire adult life, I can say that many things are dramatically changing as cannabis is making this transition to black market commodity, to legal retail product. And there's been big changes taking place at High Times. You served as a director of High Times Holding Corporation since March 2017, and for the past 18 years, you served as a director of Trans High Corporation. Um, there are some who might say that High Times organization is sacrificing some soul in order to ascend to a higher, uh, higher into the world of corporate power players, and that's just criticism. I think that anybody gets in a time of transition like this. But how would you characterize the changes at High Times, the magazine as well as the company? Um, we, 
the the group that that purchased uh, a large percentage of uh, the High Times uh, is represented by uh, Adam Levin, and he is uh, uh, he's, he, he's he's got the soul of a counterculture hero, and he is um, uh, we're trying to uh, reach beyond. Uh, and and actually uh, use High Times brand in in the sale of actual cannabis, and we're and and we're, so we're moving in that direction, and uh, it it has been a transition. It, it, there was no question because the old uh, group that had been running High Times for all those years, obviously uh, Michael passed, and and we have new uh, leadership, but. Uh, we're fully committed uh, to uh, uh, regain and uh, reaffirm the edgy outlaw um, uh, spirit and ethos that has always been part of high times. We, it, with everything that's happening, there has been an adjustment, but we're excited to to uh, move towards uh, regaining our uh, unique. Uh, stature in the uh, cannabis community going forward. I, I think there's there's just a lot of you know this is just a time of tremendous transition and and advancement and and development for the entire cannabis you know paradigm. And I think there's just a lot of cultural soul seeking going on. It's just an awkward um, but an important transitional time. Would you agree? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. When you go, you know, I'm not an expert in black market commodities, but when you're when you've got a, a an industry that has been, uh, we've been running from the law for so many years, and now uh, with the they call it, you know, the the different uh, uh, MBA sort of group that's coming in trying to run run some of the cannabis industry, which is good. We we, we want we want it to be. Uh, you know, well, profession. Uh, a uh, profession. Yeah, that's exactly right. But we also, with high times, we're we're so much beyond just just cannabis. It it it, and in the movie and in the magazine, we want to uh, capture this this uh, the spirit. We call it the outlaw spirit, which doesn't mean that we're out to do crazy and bad things. It's just that we are we want the innovation uh, and uh, the questioning uh, continued question of of uh, uh, institutions and uh, to 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 uh, always be trying to reach for a more uh, a better a better society and more uh, educated society in in the areas that High Times has always promoted. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's it's fascinating watching cannabis make this 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 transition from being this underground so illicit substance to being uh, a a you know a serious market commodity. Um, in your professional life, has it ever come up? You know, you're a sixth generation Arizonian and a member of the one of the state's oldest family law firms. You're a highly respected attorney yourself. I imagine at some point your connection to High Times has come up in your professional life. Have you ever had to 
ex defend or explain high times to someone in your professional life? And if so, is, is that changing? Because it's really changing. I mean, it's becoming a, a, a <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. thing. Yes, uh, in the early days, in the early days, uh, it, it, it was there was trickiness there, and of course, you know, we didn't have the internet. Yeah, we didn't have the internet, so it was harder and harder. Uh, and you know, I, I was proud of my position, but I didn't put it on my letterhead, and so there was less. It was more difficult to, to figure out my affiliation. Right. But as time went on, obviously with the internet, and interestingly enough, in the last. Uh, for probably four years, clients come in, they come in a lot of times every year. I have more people coming to me asking me, help me to find uh, a cannabis investment. <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I'm, I don't do that. But so it's going from, from being in the black market to, to people begging me to, to find ways that they can invest. These are right. and these are uh, corporate, uh, you know, CEOs in 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 just in normal industries who feel like they're they've got to catch the catch the wave and uh, they'll they'll keep hounding me. So that's what I, that's where it's got to now, and uh, a lot of people um, are interested in promoting Tom, uh, and I've been very very uh, selective over the years, waiting for the right time uh, to to. Uh, or reintroduce him to the world, and I believe that this is the good. That this is a great, great period right now, and you I know, think he'll do a lot. Yeah, that, that's exciting because you know who in the world doesn't know about High Times Magazine? Anybody from our generation certainly is aware of High Times Magazine. But unlike you know counterculture figures like Jack Kerouac um, and, and and people like that, um, not a lot of people really know about Tom Fursad. I mean, it's really a story well, that needs yeah. to be told, don't you think? Oh, well, obviously, because we're going to be producing a feature film. But you got to remember, too, he made – I think it was – I don't know how, what year it was. Tom made a conscious decision early on that he was going to be off the grid. In fact, I think he – there was a, some uh, – uh, when, like when he was in the military, some medical exam that he was going to have, and he sent someone else – it that took the exam, the, the medical exam for him, so he didn't have to go himself. Uh, and they, he, he said he was Tom. Um, so, so to, so he didn't want to be on. He wants. He, he, he want. It was it was by apps, and you'll see in the movie is absolute by design. Wherever he could, he didn't even. His name was not connected in, in to high times. That was his, and he he had reasons to be fearful. As time went on, and he became a little paranoid, so he became more and more uh, desire to, to desire to be an unknown. And so, it's very difficult to find information on him. Absolutely fascinating. Um, yes, it is. The High Times website says that quote: "The purpose of High Times is and always has been to connect people to the plant. For more than forty-five years, we've been fueled by the simple belief that the cannabis movement is about and should focus on." The community, uh, end quote. How does High Times intend to focus on the community moving forward? Well, uh, I think one of the one of the uh, initiatives we're, that we're uh, uh, doing right now is uh, trying to market research. I hate to call it that because it sounds so cl clinical. <laughs> to understand what the quote community is right now. Mm -hmm. 
before we so we want we want to analyze and understand we feel like in the last uh, the, the, the years since the mag, magazine was purchased there's been so much uh, chaos and change and uh, a lot of people have come and gone and so in order for us to promote and to be uh, a crusader for the industry we want to we want to be genuine and so we want to understand this new community and that's what and, and that's that's what we're working on right now as we're rolling out uh, different initiatives and as we're also uh, making moves to t to getting closer to the plant and touching the plant as part of our uh, business um, model yeah I mean in the last 10 years the cannabis community has has changed and grown tremendously I mean it's it's absolutely it's just it's yeah really it's it's exponential it's almost incalculable uh, what's going on so uh, so that's 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 gonna be really fascinating to see kind of what you come up with um, it, yeah it, it's incredible it's uh, it, I mean I, it, I get so many calls all the time people telling me about uh, or asking me for how to get investments and and telling me you know thank you so much i my, my uh, grandmother you know we've talked her into cannabis and 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 it, it saved the day uh it's it, it it's uh got i mean it's just the medical uh medic i when my mother died of pancreatic cancer and uh if we hadn't used cannabis instead of morphine uh, morphine was making her sick it's just it's so there's there's so many different areas that cannabis is is touching right now and that's why it's such a uh it's, it's a little bit of a fragmented community at this time and so we want to try to at high times uh, understand it and then t uh, you know be able to uh, uh connect with the different sectors in the right way without losing the soul of our our, our uh company and that has been in existence for uh, you know so many years uh, we, uh, that's that's our goal I am talking to Colleen Manley. We're going to take our last break and come back with our final questions. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with our final questions for Colleen Manley. Uh, Colleen, your bio mentioned that you have a commitment to children's issues and charities, as well as the environment and sustainable living. These are tremendously important and noble uh, issues. Can you briefly touch on why those values are important to you? And then if there's anything else you would like to add before we go as well. Oh, thanks. Yes, I am. I, I have four of my own children and 
one of the areas I'm very involved in is actually in the uh, addiction area. And in, in, I believe that alcohol, uh, is, is far more dangerous than cannabis. And I have discovered over the years, as I've been analyzing the two areas that, that there are so many young people that need help. And so that's that I've sort of dedicated myself because I have a lot of young kids and I help a lot of the, the kids and their friends. And so that is and as I have more time, that's something that that I'm going to uh, devote, de- devote my my resources to. And uh, the environment has always been important to me. And I'm uh, actually uh, going to be working on some projects on sustainable building and uh, resident, sustainable residential building, which will include gardens, which will include uh, every house should have a cannabis garden. That's important. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to start a new, a new movement on that, having, having that in, in, in as many residents as they can. And if you're living in a condo or something, you can always put, put it in a pot, but people should grow their own. And uh, my, my sort of final thought is uh, just every, everyone, uh, Look out for the movie. Don't have a name for it yet. And uh, uh, we really appreciate everybody's uh, c- long time commitment to high times. And uh, the, the best is yet to come. Uh, that's so I, I, I just encourage everybody to stay connected with this wonderful company. And I'm grateful for uh, everybody's uh, uh, involvement with the uh, high times over all these years. We really appreciate it from the company and from our family. You know, I want to say I actually have a giant collection of High Times magazines. I was saving them for years and years and years. And, uh, some of them have, have, have had the pages uh, turned a lot of times, but, uh, but I, I, I cherish my collection. Uh, it's, it's a time capsule uh, politically, culturally, in so many ways. And, uh, you know, just I want to thank you and your family for uh, and, and Tom uh, for everything that you have given to the cannabis culture, and thank you so much for your openness to talk about your cultural uncle and everything that he did to shape the cannabis I appreciate culture. it very much. All right. You take care. Thank you. You too. Take care. Now I'm going to get to weekly feature, Hembers on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is. There are only two kinds of pot dealers, those that need forklifts and those that don't. I'm the kind who needs a forklift. And those are the immortal words of Tom Fursad. That, in, that concludes this installment of Him Present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man of the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special info sapien on our journey to justice. As we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. When it comes to prohibition, you got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Till then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. 
any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.